Welcome to the Practice Advantage Podcast. I'm Dr. Justin Manning, and here on the podcast, I interview experts from within and outside the eye care industry on the business management topics and advice that matter most to you, your practice, your patients, and your success. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Practice Advantage Podcast. On today's episode, we're looking ahead into the next decade and beyond. Like all industries, eye care continues to evolve and grow as we meet patients and consumers where they are. In the future, that evolution will involve the metaverse. And today, we're diving into that future. My guests today, Dr. Masood Nafi and Dr. Kaiser Kaderi, are the founders of Monocle, an optical 3.0 company leveraging the Vision Performance Index to enhance performance in eyewear, as well as grow brand awareness in the metaverse. Masood and Kaiser, welcome to the Practice Advantage podcast, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Masood, I'm sure our listeners may be thinking we've gone completely off the rails with this topic, talking about the metaverse, NFTs, and more. Before we dive into those topics, though, I want to focus a little bit on the Vision Performance Index, or VPI. Kaiser, what is the VPI? Yeah, I'll just I'll keep it simple, Justin. So uh, or try to. The, the, the VPI, the Vision Performance Index, it's a perceptual AI tool that we developed and researched at Stanford over the past five years. And really what it does, the VPI, it measures the eye, brain, and body performance. It's made up of five components. And um, you know we have an acronym famed, um, and they're all in relationship to the eye, brain, and body. So there's field of view, which is really your central and peripheral field of view, which related to, to vision. Uh, there's accuracy, which is really around decision-making and involves elements of both visual, uh, cognitive, and motor performance, or eye, brain, and body. Multi-tracking, which is around engagement, how you engage with, with, with your environment. Again, involves the eye, brain, and body. Endurance, so how long you can stay you know, at your peak performance um, while you're interacting with whatever environment you're in, whether it's a physical, a digital, or a virtual environment you know, the topic of the discussion, the metaverse, and then detection, which is, you know, things that we're a little bit more familiar with uh, in, in eye care around uh, color contrast and size discrimination acuity. Some of the examples of how we've used VPI uh, has been actually uh, topics that we'll be discussing today. So in, in one, we, we actually did testing with, with Riot Games in their uh, esports combine, so it's similar to a combine for professional athletes and other sports. And in this case, it's it's in uh, esports and specifically the game League of Legends. And what we were able to do was we had uh, folks get their VPI, and we were able to actually identify who the top players were prior to them getting drafted. We were one for one, so top ten players. We already knew that uh, they would be drafted ahead of them actually being evaluated by the folks that typically evaluate them you know, and draft them, uh, which is super exciting, just kind of shows the power of, of this tool. And we've also done um, an IRB study correlating the top five global eye conditions. So dry eye, cataract, glaucoma, macular degeneration, 
and diabetic retinopathy in relationship to the VPI. So it's a pretty powerful benchmark. And it's really holistic because it incorporates what we already know about vision, but it also takes into account aspects of, of the brain and body as well. And what's really exciting about all of this is it allows for the development of different types of applications. And one that we'll be discussing a little bit more today is performance lenswear. So we've applied these attributes there. So when you think about it, right now we talk about tints and coats and the way that it can filter light and all the different optical properties associated with them. But what our research is showing is it can also filter aspects of how we perceive our world. So how we see, how we decide, how we act. Again, relate to the eye, brain, and body. That's really fascinating. Certainly stuff of the future 100%. Masood, how's, how is the VPI going to shape how we take care of patients now and into the future? And, and how does this fit within what our independent listeners are going to be doing day to day in their own practices? Well, with our VPI technology, we can create an entirely new way for lens companies to market and sell lenses to our patients. Someday soon in your practice, you'll be able to offer uh, performance optimizing lenses, right? So for an example would be if you have an engineer who is looking for uh, ways to enhance their performance at work, they're, they're on a computer eight to 12 hours a day behind a monitor. You can offer them performance lenswear that optimizes their endurance, the endurance category of VPI. Uh, if you have a professional graphic designer as your patient, you may be able to offer them performance lenswear that optimizes their detection. Uh, you have an esports athlete or a casual gamer who has been buying these blue blocker gaming glasses and find that I don't know if they're necessarily working. Well, we've found through our studies that blue blocking glasses may not optimize your performance, specifically in certain games. So you offer them performance lenswear that optimizes their accuracy and multi-tracking. You know, it's backed by science, backed by studies, uh, and it helps them with the, their decision-making and their ability to engage with the entire screen, for example. So ultimately, we will offer something for our patients that are personalized so they can perform their best at whatever specific task. Is this something that uh, independents will perform in their office or they'll have technologies available to them based upon the individual themselves, what they are themselves, what they ultimately want to optimize from a performance standpoint? Well, we all know it's very difficult to change our habits in the exam lane or, or the, the, the workflow we have in our practices. So what we're doing is we're working with the lens companies to uh, have these products and offerings so the independents can be ready and prepared to offer it with all the, the marketing claims that can be made. It's fantastic. Certainly a, an opportunity for changing the experience that patients get in, in an office. That's fascinating. Masood, Kaisers, we were talking before this episode, when it comes to the metaverse, 99% of individuals are not on the metaverse, including myself, and frankly, have no idea what the metaverse actually is. So Masood, can you share with our listeners, what on earth is the metaverse? And how is it going to impact independent eye care in the future? Yeah, this is one of our favorite topics to educate on, right? Because it is such an opportunity and it's it's powerful, actually, what can be done in this space. So 
the way I define the metaverse is it's a convergence of multiple realities, physical, digital, and virtual. We use it today. This podcast is technically in the metaverse. Uh, by and large, you know, the people who are in the metaverse today, everyone asks, well, who is in it, right? I mean, Justin, you just mentioned you're not. Well, I, I've been in the metaverse probably more than I've been in the physical world lately. <laughs> and in the Gen Z population, followed by millennials are primarily the target audience for folks who to, who enter the metaverse. You know, uh, industries have entered the metaverse already and they're target marketing to these generations of consumers via the different routes, right? So who's doing it? We have Nike, Adidas, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Burberry, H&M, McDonald's, uh, Forever 21. Uh, so, you know, you could see all the different industries that are have entered the metaverse and how are they doing it? The whole point around brands doing this is creating immersive brand experiences. You know, for example, Forever 21, they weren't getting a lot of traffic uh, to their website. So the website is in Web 2.0, Metaverse is Web 3.0. So now what they did is they created a virtual world. Uh, they created a virtual store in a virtual world. And now on the 21st of every month, they offer a new NFT drop. And over half a million consumers visit their virtual world monthly, which is significantly more than their website. They just created uh, an immersive brand experience, and in, in return, they get brand loyalty. So along with our metaverse partners, Fivital, this is what Monocle offers for the optical industry. So I, I, I see, certainly see the opportunity of as we said at the beginning, meeting patients where they are, connecting with patients where they are, giving them an experience where they are that hopefully connects back to their real world experience from a healthcare standpoint, from a vision care standpoint. I don't know, am I, am I far off not being a metaverse expert? That's it. So as more and more people, obviously the metaverse is growing. They're going to be leveraging technologies like augmented reality, virtual reality, as they interact with companies, they interact with other individuals in the metaverse. What opportunities does this create for our listeners in their own practice? Kaiser. Yeah, so I think this is actually an exciting time to be in eye care, to be honest with you. Like, you know, Masood already said, we've been talking about the metaverse, whether we realized it or not, over the last two years with the pandemic and with Zoom and with more screen time for everyone in the household. So when you think about it, you know, what, what does screen time do? What do, what do these things do to us? How can we actually like improve our performance? We were talking about this in terms of just the last two years before we actually put a label of metaverse. But when you think about the metaverse, as Masood had, had pointed out, it's, it's really around experiences. And so I'll kind of explain a little bit about that with these new technologies. But when you think about them, the common theme is visual experiences. <laughs> Everything is around vision. So these hardwares like uh, virtual reality and augmented reality, what they are, and there's just new ways of experiencing things visually. So currently we're all in, in, in front of our, our laptops and we have like a camera on. And so um, that's one way, that's a digital way of experiencing and we're all connected, you know, even though we're all in different you know, parts of the, you know, the country. And um, you know, when you get to augmented reality, it's basically, we could add different filters. So, you know, and you can even do that even on Zoom. We could put a little funny hat on on Masood if we wanted to, <laughs> you know. So so that's augmented. It's putting a layer 
between your physical world and your digital world. And then you have, um, or virtual world, excuse me. And then you have VR where you're literally fully encompassed. You're fully immersed into a, a, a virtual experience. And that's where you don't really necessarily see what's on the outside world because most of what's in the outside is being replicated in, in, in that it's simulated. So, you know, you can have trees and you can have like land and everything like that. That's that, that looks very similar to the physical world, but you're able to interact with it. And that's kind of what Masood was talking about a little bit. So when we think about the metaverse, everyone keeps on thinking of it. Oh, maybe it's a game. Maybe it's something I'm so far removed. But actually, every one of us have been in the metaverse, whether we knew it or not. And so from an eye care provider standpoint, you're going to get new questions and you're going to be able to connect with your patients in a different way. Because, you know, by being educated about the fact that we've all been in it, now you're able to, you know, have those conversations with the Gen Z, you know, population that's coming into your practice or their parents saying, hey, my, my son, my daughter, you know, I have a family member that's, you know, in front of uh, the screen long periods or they're in their Oculus device, which is a virtual reality device. What should I be concerned about? And you know what? It's the same discussion we've been having. It's around screen time. And it's like, well, you know, how do we keep, you know, your family safe with this process? So it's, it's a way of staying kind of relevant with what's going on, but not being scared about having those discussions because it's what we already know. And so I think there's very much that opportunity to connect, and it's very much an opportunity to connect with some of the younger audiences. Now, that's, that's on the entertainment side. Then there's the practical work side. So there's a recent study by uh, Microsoft that showed that almost half of all Gen Z and millennials see the work environment as being very much the metaverse. So it's not just for entertainment and gaming. It's actually like, this is how we're going to work. So you know, how do I be a better employee? How do I actually, so these are going to be other questions. So that gets into the excitement of kind of some of the things that we're talking about. Some of the opportunities are around performance eyewear, right? So, hey, you know what? We got you covered. What's really exciting about how we think about the optical side of our business is what frames we'll be doing with the opportunity with the immersive brand experiences, some of the stuff that Masood kind of discussed uh, previously. And then also what you can offer in your practice and how you can create these experiences as well. Uh, we use QR codes right now to pull up a menu when we're at a restaurant. That was something we didn't do two, three years ago. Um, but imagine going to the optical frame side and being able to actually like use a QR code there and get immersed and being able to identify which brand you like and then actually have performance lens wear in that, in, in that frame. So that's what's really exciting. So it's not it's not far away. It's here. I, I certainly hope our listeners are really connecting the opportunity that exists for them and for their patients. This whole this whole conversation is more and more folks move into the metaverse and are having these augmented and and true virtual reality experiences it's all through their eyes and it's all through vision and, and everything that we're talking about here As more and more people move into this space. They're going to have to have the visual performance as you guys talk about to optimize their experience, which I think is huge for us as eye care providers and especially independent eye care providers. It, it can be scary. It could be, oh, this is not, not going to happen. It's off in the future. And it's a lot of change involved to be able to be out in front of it. But man, what an opportunity. 
All right, guys. So let's let's talk NFTs or non-fungible tokens. I think there's at least a little bit more conversation happening around NFTs at the moment, but not necessarily in the context of eye care and eyewear. So how are you guys leveraging NFTs in the metaverse? And how does it connect back to the individual experience of, say, the patient in reality? Yeah, so I'll start with this, Justin. You know, I think it's first very important for our listeners here to understand what an NFT is. So it's a non-fungible token. You know, think of them as digital or virtual products or assets. So that's what an NFT is. Uh, A fungible token, so we're not talking about a non-fungible token anymore, a fungible token would typically be a digital currency like Bitcoin. We've all heard about Bitcoin. Some of us own Bitcoin. And so uh, Bitcoin could be traded or exchanged uh, at with, an, with another Bitcoin for equal value, right? A non-fungible token or an NFT is a digital or virtual product or asset. So an NFT is a unique digital asset that can increase and, and may increase over uh, value over time. So think of collectibles. Uh, A lot of NFTs today are collectibles. People are paying millions of dollars for NFTs today. What makes NFTs attractive is that they can be tied to a utility. So you'll hear this. What is the utility of an NFT? What is the utility of that NFT? For example, one utility of NFTs is to attach to something in our physical world. For example, one of the utilities that we're leveraging in Monocle is tying the purchase of an eyewear NFT to a physical purchase in the real world. So when a consumer comes in to our virtual optical and purchases an eyewear NFT, they will also receive that same pair of glasses drop shipped to their physical home. So their avatar and the, and, and the person itself will wear the, the eyewear. So that's just an immersive experience, an immersive brand experience that creates brand loyalty. And Kaiser, do you want to mention some of the other different utilities of NFTs? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that, you know, Masood just kind of gave a great example of is just the connection, right? When we think about immersive experiences, what we think about is the physical and the convergence of our physical, our digital, virtual worlds all together, right? And so that was a perfect example is commerce. That's one utility of an, of an NFT is if I buy something in the digital world, how does it connect to physical world? So here I buy in a virtual optical and then I get something that I can actually wear out. And what's really cool for those that don't know what an avatar is, is it could be the virtual version of yourself. You might use it like, you know, like think of like Bitmoji. People use that on Snap all the time. It kind of looks like you or your Memoji if you're, you know, if you're, you're, you're in the Apple ecosystem. You already have something that kind of looks like you that you communicate with. It's kind of the same thing. So imagine if you can get the same pair of glasses for that. It looks really cool. And then you're actually wearing in the real world. Kind of neat, right? So that's one utility is commerce. Um, there's a few others. So one is is access. So if anyone's heard of like Coachella or some of these like music festivals, that's where some of these NFTs are being used is to give you special access to performers, you know, so really think about from a live event standpoint. And it could also be to like special games. It could be for, it could be pretty interesting in this sense of how people are using it. So there's a lot of exploration going on now. So if you're like, oh my gosh, what all can I do with an NFT? Everyone's uh, identifying that, but that's one thing is, is access. Um, services. So one thing that's pretty neat and is an opportunity for, for our listeners here is 
concierge services. So if I have an NFT, it might give me access to concierge eye care. So maybe if I purchase an NFT through an eye care provider, I have access to that individual or someone else, like, you know, for certain things, right? Maybe 24 seven. I don't know if, <laughs> if a lot of folks want to take call, but you know what I mean, or they get 30, 30 minutes more for, you know, ask whatever questions you want, things like that. So it's an opportunity to have special services perks. So let's say discounts, loyalty programs, you know, rewards. That's another way of using NFTs. Like, Hey, I, I have this NFT. I got 25% off a of frame selection, right. Or my next exam or things of that nature. And then you have memberships. And what's really neat about that is you might think of your, look at your eye care practice differently. It's a community. You already have folks where you, you know them from like generationally, depending on how long you've practiced. But you can use this NFT to kind of create something where everyone kind of communicates, you know, together or they're all, you know, you can kind of create that, that sense. And that's kind of one of the neat things about the way we're looking at at this concept of the metaverse and experiences, the whole thing is to have shared experiences. So that's one other uh, utility of an NFT. Fascinating stuff. 100%. I, I, again, as I said earlier, I certainly hope our listeners are seeing how the opportunities that these, all of the stuff that we've talked about today, the opportunities that it, it's going to provide a practice, it's thinking outside the box completely, but perhaps even you know, considering changing how things are done 360 degrees within a practice, but all for that great patient experience. And we love talking about that on the Practice Advantage podcast. Masood, Kaiser, I can't thank you enough for sharing your expertise and wisdom with our listeners. Here at the Practice Advantage podcast, we believe leaders are readers. Masood, I've already asked you what you're reading a long time ago, but Kaiser, what's uh, what are you reading? Uh, so I'm a big fan of Audible, so I try and, and, and read through listening most of the times these days just because it's efficient when I'm running or something. So uh, so there's actually two books I'm reading that are kind of, they kind of work together with each other. So depending on the day, I'll read one or the other. One is The Second Mountain by David Brooks, and it kind of talks about society and you know, the first mountain is very much about our self-interest. Like, what are we, you know, what are the goals that we're accomplishing? What do we want for ourselves, whether it's career or financial, things of that nature. And then the second mountain is like how we can actually kind of turn that lens from, from ourself to others. So it's more of like, you know, how do we look at community? How do we look at our purpose, things of that nature? Um, and you might have familiar with David Brooks because he, he writes for the New York Times. The other one is Sapiens. You, both of you might have already read this, but I find it kind of interesting. It's by Yuval Harari, and it's the history of humankind. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of neat seeing where we've been, and everything today is describing where we are and where we're going. So I, I feel it was fitting to share. Perfect. Guys, can't thank you enough. Thank you so much, Justin. Thanks for having us. If you've enjoyed the Practice Advantage podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. And if you want to take your practice to the next level for the sake of your patients, your team, your community, and your bottom line, give us a call 1-800-959-2020, option three. See you next time.